This is Michael Corsini, and you're listening to From the Wellspring Podcast, a collection of performances and prayers from my events all over the country. This is from a holy hour at a high school in New York in April 2019. Well, good morning, guys. Um, This time is really just going to be a rather short time of just music and meditation. Feel free at any point just to get up and go to the chapel if you feel like you want to speak to one of the priests. I thought we'd begin the way St. Ignatius of Loyola used to begin his prayer, which is to the space that it takes to say in our Father, kind of just close our eyes if it helps, or if it is easier just to look at the Blessed Sacrament. Remember that we are being seen by God. And to allow ourselves to know and to feel what that look is like, what that gaze is like. What is it like to come under the gaze of Jesus Christ? i 
examples in the Gospels of those who had fallen under the gaze or the look of Jesus. And the one that really comes to mind this morning is, is the woman who was caught in adultery. She was brought out into the street, you remember, to be stoned. And there all around her stood her accusers picking up rocks, getting ready to stone her. Out of the midst of them appears Jesus. You can imagine what that look would have been like upon the woman. Imagine being the woman. Who is this man that looks at me differently? And after Jesus writes his mysterious words in the sand, all of the other onlookers and those who wish to stone her just drop their rocks and walk away because they do realize themselves they are not without sin. But Jesus says something to the woman that is really freedom. Is there no one here to condemn you? And she says to him, No one, sir. And Jesus says, Well, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. We can take many things from this, but I think maybe two the most important. First, Jesus saying, well, neither do I condemn you. Because it's really true that he and he alone knew the woman's sin. But maybe more importantly than the sin itself, he knew her whole history. Meaning he really knew her. He knew what brought her to that point in her life. Maybe all the times in her youth when she had been abused, how she had turned to ways of just medicating that pain. He knew that above all that she sought out love. wanted to be wanted. To be held under the gaze of someone who loved her without condition, right? But in her poverty, she found herself, she found herself in, in the wrong place. Jesus, knowing all of this, looked at her 
Jesus, and neither do I condemn you.
one of us, it is the case, at least at some point, that we realize that we are not who we want to be. within we know that we're destined for more. Maybe we can't quite put our fingers on it or know exactly what that means. But there comes a point when there's a deep dissatisfaction, you know, in the way things find ourselves wounded by others, find ourselves wounded by our own hands, things others have done to us or things that we do to ourselves. All out of that dissatisfaction with the way things are. soak in the presence of Jesus, to kind of fill our eyes, with a different kind of seeing. I don't know about you, but I, I often have a hard time hearing God. It really has to do with the amount of, you know, noise that's all around us. speak the way we want him to sometimes. He doesn't speak the way that we encounter anyone or anything else in this world. He speaks in silence and stillness. Just like the Eucharist. Still presence. He speaks in the silence of beauty. You know, when we're sitting and you see, you know, maybe a beautiful sunset or waterfall or music or beauty of a, of a friendship or of a love. There's a, a silence that's present in all those things. There's stillness. The sun rises without sound. sound. Babies grow in the womb without sound. And love between two people, when it's profound and deep, can just be silent. This is the silence of the way of God speaking. speak to us, we have to draw into that silence. Just like his look, that's where our freedom lies. That's where we'll begin
begin to know ourselves and come out of the come out of the mediocrity and begin to be who we are meant to be.
See you. 
have left, I think maybe the best thing to do is just ask the Lord in the silence of your heart for a special gift. You know, during holy hour especially, Jesus makes himself very vulnerable, but he also desires to give us great gifts in this time, and especially at the end of having spent this time with him. He doesn't wish for us to leave and have no fruit from it. strong 